Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at Historic Radio City, this is the Jeff Wagner Show. The AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line is open now. Give Jeff a call at 855-616-1620. And now, WTMJ's Jeff Wagner. Good afternoon, Wisconsin. Welcome to the show again. It was great seeing so many of you this morning out at State Fair, Cream Puffapalooza 2021. We love doing that every year. Hope to see a lot of you at the fair over the course of the next week and a half. Uh, my show originates there, I think, every day, but but one. Come on out from noon to three. Stop off and say hi. Okay, early Brewers game, so let's get right to it. Can we stipulate on one thing? Whether you're conservative or liberal, Republican, Democrat, independent, can we stipulate on one thing? New York Governor Andrew Cuomo is a complete and total slime ball. Now, it's rare to find complete and total slime balls, but if you look up the definition of complete and total slime ball in any dictionary, you will find a picture of New York Governor Andrew Cuomo. He is, of course, you know, part of the legendary Cuomo family. His governor, his father was the governor as well. He has had presidential aspirations. He was actually kind of one of the poster children at the start of of COVID. He was sort of the anti-Trump. He was the guy that was compassionate dealing with all the problems in New York. Well, that doesn't change the fact that he's a complete and total slimeball. What happened was uh, late last year, one of his staffers, female staffer, came forward and, and said, you know, he's touched me inappropriately. He's done all these terrible things. And, and he flat out denied it. Then what happened is more and more of his female employees or people he'd been surrounded with started coming forward and making similar sort of allegations. Now, I, I've always believed that you have to, you know, treat like he said, she said allegations with some degree of care. And you got to look at a couple things. First of all, what is is it a timely sort of situation? Is this is something that somebody is saying, hey, well, this guy did something or, or did something inappropriate 35 or 40 years ago, and there's no repeat occurrence, and it's 35 or 40 years later. So you, you have that, that that's going on. Um, what is the relationship between the two? Is this was a part of an ongoing relationship? Was there an employee-employer relationship? Um, how recent was the things? Well, all right, what ended up happening is you have had a, a total now, as it turns out, of 11 separate women, many of whom were in the direct employ of Andrew Cuomo. So these are people that presumably they agree with his agenda. He, he's one of them. They're one of him. They're, they agree. They're working for him. They're trying to advance the causes. And they have now come forward and alleged all sorts of things. Well, the New York State Attorney General does an investigation, took several months. They interview hundreds of witnesses, and they release a 175-page report yesterday documenting their findings. The report... You know, in in essence, here's what it says. It says Como crossed legal lines and personal boundaries. It says he grabbed the breast of an executive assistant, caressed the neck, back and belly of a state trooper, squeezed the butt of another employee, inappropriately touched two other women and over the years made a habit of hugging and kissing staff members to their discomfort. The report says he harassed with his words as well, showing an overweening curiosity about their intimate lives. And in one case aboard the governor's plane, asking an economic advisor to play strip poker. <laughs> okay. 
<clears throat> All right. Then it goes on to say that when one of these women came forward and tried to make her, you know, allegations, what he did is he was retali- he retaliated against her. Okay, Andrew Cuomo is a complete and total slime bag. And it's, I don't think he's going to survive this. Maybe we'll talk more in detail about that tomorrow. Joe Biden, Biden understands which way the wind is blowing. Biden is saying, I think he should resign. Uh, if he does not resign, they're going to start impeachment proceedings in the New York legislature. And early headcounts shows that there's more than enough votes because the Republicans are going to vote to impeach him. And um, most of the Democrats are going to jump ship on this particular one. But so what does Cuomo say? Cuomo issues a two-minute videotaped response to this report yesterday, and I want to play the two-minute response that he gave, and then I'm going to ask you a question. So in the face of all this evidence that's been reported, here is what Andrew Cuomo has to say. Over the past several months, you have heard a number of complaints brought against me. I called for an independent review. And I said at the beginning, I would let the process unfold. I didn't want anyone to say that I interfered. I said I would hold my tongue, and I have, making only limited comments. It has been a hard and a painful period for me and my family, especially as others feed ugly stories to the press. But I cooperated with the review, and I can now finally share the truth. My attorney, who is a non-political former federal prosecutor, has done a response to each allegation. And the facts are much different than what has been portrayed. That document is available on my website. If you are interested, please take the time to read the facts and decide for yourself. First, I want you to know directly from me that I never touched anyone inappropriately or made inappropriate sexual advances. I am 63 years old. I've lived my entire adult life in public view. That is just not who I am. And that's not who I have ever been. I say to my daughters all the time that as complicated as life gets is as simple as life is. My job is not about me. My job is about you. What matters to me at the end of the day is getting the most done I can for you. And that is what I do every day. And I will not be distracted from that job. All right. That's what he said. Our number, 855-616-1620. That's the Accident Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Did what Andrew Cuomo said yesterday in response to overwhelming evidence that he is a serial sleazebag, did what he say, did it remind you of anything you may have heard before? 855-616-1620, that's the Accident Mortgage Talk and Text Line. It sure reminded me of something. Stick around. This is Jeff Wagner on WTMJ. 
Now, for those of you on the text line who want to argue that Andrew Cuomo should be treated as innocent until proven guilty and there shouldn't be a rush to judgment in this 175-page report detailing allegations that 11 separate women have made that have apparently been verified by other people, that that shouldn't affect his political life. Well, we'll have some time. We'll talk about that during tomorrow's show. But I was struck when I listened to his two-minute video response and how familiar it sounded to me. And, and essentially what, what Cuomo does, he's just, it's just a denial. I, I didn't do it. Okay, she's lying. 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 The state trooper's lying. The other two aides are lying. And these other folks are lying as well. I never touched anyone inappropriately or made sexual advances. And then at the end, my job is about you. I wake up every day thinking about you. I want to get the most done for you. Well, we have dozens of people in the text line who have have remembered what that sounded very familiar to. Let's take you back to January 28th of 1996. Another politician involved in a sex scandal. Let me take you back. Here is former President Bill Clinton on January 28th, 1996. But I want to say one thing to the American people. I want you to listen to me. I'm going to say this again. I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. I never told anybody to lie, not a single time, never. These allegations are false, and I need to go back to work for the American people. My God, that is the same speech Cuomo gave essentially the same speech yesterday that Bill Clinton gave in 1996 when he decided, okay, uh, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to lie about these allegations. Now, look, we can debate whether or not it it mattered what happened in the Oval Office or not or whether that was a witch hunt, but but there's no question. Bill Clinton looked the American people in the eye in 1996, and he lied. He lied through his teeth, you know, and, and the way he did it. I never had sex with that woman, Ms. Lewinsky. I, I, my job, I'm, these are a distraction. I'm going back to work for the American people. Okay, here we are, you know, 25 years later, and Andrew Cuomo's response is, I never touched anyone inappropriately or made sexual advances. As a matter of fact, if you listen to the thing, he's got almost the same tone that Clinton had when Clinton was lying back in 1996. My job is about you. That That's what matters most, and this is just a distraction. My God, it's the Clinton speech. That that's Cuomo 25 years later is channeling Bill Clinton in his response to these things. Now, again, it's not going to make any difference. It's it's a different time. You know, 25 years ago, you had a lot of people they they circled the wagons around at the time President Clinton and we weren't going to let him be run off of out of office on something like this. But it's it's 25 years later and it's a different time. I don't see how Andrew Cuomo survives this, but clearly he has adopted the Clinton strategy. I mean, this this is is it. It's the same darn speech, except 25 years later. And my guess is it, it might have helped Bill Clinton stay in office for a while. I don't think it's going to help Andrew Cuomo at this point in time, because like I say, it's a different world. But you listen to what he said yesterday, and you compare it to Bill Clinton in January of 1996. 
They're saying the same thing. Well, as it turned out, Clinton was lying about that. And again, you can argue about, you know, whether it, it was fair to even bring up those allegations. This is different, though, because this is sexual harassment in the workplace. And this is charging him with, you know, having all sorts of inappropriate contact with his employees in the hostile work environment. Different time. I don't think Cuomo is going to be able to fade it. But clearly, he's channeling Bill Clinton. Hmm. Stick around. Jeff Wagner on WTMJ. Brewers baseball coming up in seven or eight minutes. Uh, we're just getting started. Again, tomorrow the broadcast originates from the Wisconsin State Fair. If you're out there, stop off and say hi. I, I long ago stopped talking about this PolitiFact feature that they run in the local newspaper and in some newspapers nationally because it jumped the shark a long time ago. But every once in a while, there, there's some doozies that you just have to comment. They've got one today. No, Evers didn't say Wisconsin was permanently closed. And it's by a young, and I emphasize young reporter, Madeline Haim, Haim, who's been out, I looked at her resume, she's been out for about three years. Something, no, Evers didn't say Wisconsin was permanently closed. Well, here's what they've decided to politifact. Rebecca Clayfish, who was lieutenant governor under Scott Walker and many people think is going to run for, for governor next year. All right, she, she sends out, she sends out a tweet. And on, on Twitter, she notes, Republicans open for business, Tony Evers permanently closed. And the tweet includes a screenshot of Google search results for Evers' office in Madison stating that it is permanently closed. Apparently, somewhere along the line during the pandemic, when when the state capitol shut down, Somebody on Google put out that the Evers office was permanently closed. They took a screenshot of that. And so Becca Clayfish sends out this note saying, Wisconsin, Republicans say they're open for business. Tony Evers permanently closed. They decided to politifact that. And this is a false statement. Wisconsin's government is not permanently closed. Nor did he ever say the state was closed permanently. And then they write paragraph after paragraph explaining this, to which you would like to take this young reporter aside and say, listen, she was being funny. She was being ironical. It was it was a joke. And the idea that, hey, Wisconsin's uh, slogan for Republicans, it's open for business. And Evers, here's the sign on Google saying it was permanently closed. I I just this is what frustrates me about this whole PolitiFact thing. And I I understand that most of the reporters who do it are very, very liberal and they're out there, you know, picking and choosing. But at the same time, isn't there enough real controversy and real statements that are false and real statements that are misleading that you can write about without saying, oh, Becca Clayfish, it was false because she claims that Tony Evers said it was permanently closed. She was being ironical. She was pointing out, again, which I think is kind of funny that Google would have the office permanently closed under Tony Evers. But again, we all understand that the office is not permanently closed. It was it was a joke. And unfortunately, nowadays, especially when it comes to some reporters and politicians that they like or admire or don't want to see criticized, well, it, it's like we, we can't have any sense of humor about this at all. I doubt that there was anybody who might have seen Rebecca Clayfish's tweet that really thought, oh, my gosh, Evers has permanently closed Madison. But yet that that's it gets a politifact. I mean, trees died to make that silly thing without any have anybody having any sense of context at all and without having any sense of humor at all.
just extremely frustrating. Hey, um, and again, it's just it's one of the many reasons why you say these things like PolitiFact, which actually start out with this kind of good concept about, hey, you know, let's help find out the facts on, on real issues. But what they turn out in real life is that you have reporters with agendas um, who are trying to cherry pick obscure things to try to, again, advance some of those agendas or just fill space, no matter how ridiculous that space that is filled may in fact be. So, yes, it it is false that the government of the state of Wisconsin is permanently closed under Tony Evers. Gee, we, we've now settled that because I'm sure there were all sorts of people that were worried about it. PolitiFact, once again, jumping the shark big time. And part of the problem, again, is in the newspaper industry, just they, they don't have the editors that they used to have. And there's not anybody there that has some maturity that sits around and says, you know, maybe this one really isn't worth our effort. Let's let let's let's check on things that people are saying about COVID or let's check on things that people are saying about the eviction moratorium or this or that or the other thing. I mean, real sort of issues instead of this. OK, I am out of time. Lots of stuff left for tomorrow's program. Matter of fact, it's going to be a great three hours coming from the State Fair. We've got Brewers baseball coming up for a, in a couple minutes. Hopefully, they'll win the second game of the three-game series. That's it for me. I'll talk to you 12 noon tomorrow. Right now, it is 2.30. Let's go to the WTMJ Breaking News.